The Next Level Life podcast by Christine Corcoran is for all heart-centered entrepreneurs who want to up-level their mindset, motivation, and business to make a positive and meaningful impact in the world today. So if you love what you do and want to hear from inspiring thought leaders and successful business owners, where we have real conversations and real connections, then this is for you. I want to assist you in finding the clarity and awareness you need to uplevel your mindset and set your soul on fire to take massive aligned action in your business so you can take your life to the next level. Ready to get started? Let's go. Welcome back to the podcast. Oh my goodness, February. What the heck is going on? What a crazy ass month. I feel like so much is happening and so much good stuff is happening, which is amazing. And I feel like there's been a real shift in the energy and shift in even just like the universal energy around full moons, astrology. Like, I don't know whether you look into that much, but I love just to dabble in a little bit. And I feel like it's really shifting into a positive direction, which is great. I think last year was such a big, heavy year that it was so much growth and expansion. And this year I feel like will be almost like a culmination of all of that growth. And then we can start start accepting some of our blessings and also start calling in more of what we want rather than more of what we don't want. And so today on the podcast, I wanted to speak to you a little bit about what's coming up. And I want to talk to you about some sales fears as well. So being able to ask for the sale and what can possibly hold us back when it comes to asking for the sale. So firstly, I have booked the next Thrive Retreat. So if you are someone who loves retreats, if you have never attended, attended a retreat, but you'd love to be a part of something like this, then the next retreat dates are booked for the 28th to the 30th of July. And we're up on the Sunshine Coast, up at Noosa in a beautiful lakeside lake house. And it's absolutely stunning, beautiful, relaxing environment. So if you would like to get away to recharge, have some expansive conversations, really work on your mindset and have some downtime with some amazing women in business, then definitely come and check it out. The early bird tickets are now on sale and there is payment plan options available depending on what room type you book. And it's going to be such a great space. The women that have already joined, because I had a few ladies on the, on the wait list that have already booked in their spot, are lovely. And I'm sure that you will, you will get to know everyone and trust me, I'll make you so comfortable. It's just going to be such a beautiful, beautiful weekend away. So you can check out the link in the show notes for that. Also, if you've been hearing all about Elevated this round and you're getting interested in what the next round, when that's going to be, the next round is in June. So if you are on the wait list, you will get access to all the bonuses. So you can pop your name down there. There's no obligation to join, but it's best to just have your name on the wait list. That way you get access to all the bonuses and you are the first to know when the next round is available. I only take a small group of women every round. So just be mindful of that as well that once I start then promoting it on social media, I may have already booked half the spots. So I just want to give you a heads up that you best to be on the wait list, which you can join via the link in the show notes below. All right. I want to talk a little bit about sales today and I want to talk about asking for the sale. And this episode came about because of a post that I put up in a group on Facebook and someone asked if we could cover how to ask for the sale. And so I wanted to talk to you about this and it's something that I go into in so much depth depth in Elevated because of the sales skill, because sales is absolutely a skill and it is skill you need to master for you to have success in business because honestly it is a huge part of whether we love what we do or not because when we feel awkward asking for the sale when we have sales fears come up where we worry about being salesy or sleazy it can impact our ability to ask for the sale and that can often stop us from succeeding so I want to talk to you about the sales process and I want to talk to you about what can possibly come up for us when we're getting ready to ask for the sale and I'm going to also talk to you about a couple of different ways to ask for the sale. So then you've got the vocabulary around it as well. 
So if asking for the sale is challenging for you, what we want to do is actually look at the reasons why that is happening. And sometimes it's actually from a place of fear and the rejection of what's going to be said. And that can often come from if we're not sure what the person is going to say. And a lot of the time, what we want to do is actually disconnect our self-worth from our business, which means that we don't take that personally, because if someone is saying no, they're not saying no to you. They're not saying no to you as a person. They're not saying they don't like you. It's nothing to do with that. They're saying no to the offer that's been presented to them. And so there is ways around that. And if you just learn to not run from that no, then you can learn from it and actually it can actually support you in making better sales. So if you don't run and you stop and you wait and you ask questions around it, then you're more likely to either turn that no into a yes or find out what's not working with the offer. So then you can actually adjust it, change it up, and that way it sets it up for better for the next time around. So I did this within within my elevated launch. So when I talk about sales, I mean sales across the board, right? Whether you're selling on social media, whether you're selling it through your website, through copy on your email, whether you're selling face-to-face, whether it's over the phone, like in any situation like this, sales is a process. And so when we learn to actually disconnect that rejection from ourselves and not take it personally and recognize that they're actually saying no to the offer, we can really learn from it. So throughout the elevated process, I was having conversations with people in my DMs about the program. And one lady said to me that she is not in the position right now to invest and she will consider it next time around which is amazing, right? So I just love that for one, people are considering being a part of the program just in general, right? Love it. And then secondly, I was like, okay, I really want to understand this. I want to understand why. And I want to ask the question in a way that makes it, makes it feel really comfortable for her to share with me what's going on for her in order for me to learn from this experience. So I said that to her. I was like, I would love to know if you're open to sharing with me what the reason is for not investing now. And the reason why I'm asking this is for me to learn whether it is the offer, to learn you know, the reasons why, what objections are coming up for people so then I can overcome them or I can actually learn from this experience. I actually didn't say overcome. I said I could learn from this experience for next time. And so luckily I had a good relationship with this lady. So I've been chatting to her for a bit. And so she was quite open with me. She shared exactly what the reasons were. She said it was not the level of investment. She was worried about the time. She wanted wanted to be able to give her all. And she was just overextended right now, which I was like, okay, amazing. So then I asked her whether it was the time investment. So I asked her when I detailed the time investment for the program of Elevated, what was it about that? And she was like, well, actually it's not necessarily the specific time. It's just, it feels overwhelming for me to take on something that I don't know if I'm going to be able to give my all to when I'm juggling these three other things. Right. And I was like, okay, now I totally understand that. And so I just asked her a couple of other questions around the offer and around, you know, the investment, the time, you know, if it feels like it's the right fit for her with where she's at in her business. And it was such good feedback. It was so good. And so now I can take that feedback and make sure that I'm actually addressing some of those objections in my copy. So I can go back to my sales page and actually look at, okay, so am I addressing these issues in the copy? If not, I need to adjust that and start talking about those objections. So then I was able to get on stories the next day and start talking about the time, start talking about feeling overwhelmed with everything that you're doing right now and to know how to know whether this is the right time to do it or not. Because I said to this lady, 
And that makes absolute total sense. And so I will put you on the wait list for the next round and hopefully that'll be the right fit for you and the right time for you then. And know that that's amazing. Like I just thanked her so much for the feedback because it was so helpful for me because sometimes what can happen when you're in a live launch that if people aren't buying, you can make it mean so many different things. So that's why I was like, I just need to find out why I need to find out the reasons why people aren't buying so that I can improve it for next time round, which is amazing. So don't run, don't run from the no, find out why, what part of the offer isn't working for them. And if they say it's money, ask what they mean specifically by that. Is it that upfront investment? Is it the payment plan? Like what's not working for them? I had a conversation with another lady about the payment plan. Cause I was like, you know, I've got two payment plan options. You either pay upfront or a three month payment plan. And we talked about that. And I was like, what if I added an extra one? What would be the time frame that would suit best for you? And she was like a six month payment plan. And I was like, okay, amazing. I can do that. Like I would rather people invest in the program and do the work now than put it off for months and months, hoping to make the money when I know the solutions are actually in the program. And so I was like, let me make it easier for you and create a six month payment plan, because if that's what you need, then I'm going to do that. So we want to make sure that obviously that's in alignment with ourselves as well. I didn't just do that just without thought. It was, I planned it out. But I think what I'm trying to say is, is please don't run from the no, because there's so much that you can learn from the no in order to improve it next time. And so you want to make sure it's an okay space and you've got good rapport with the person you're asking for feedback from and that they are the right ideal client. So you're getting really proper feedback for your course or program or whatever it is that you're selling. And so when you get that feedback, implement it. So worthwhile. Okay, so let's now talk about asking for the sale. So what's really important is that the reasons sometimes why we feel awkward to ask for the sale is because we don't know whether we're going to get a yes or no, which means that we actually haven't done the few steps beforehand in the sales process to ensure that this, what we're about to offer is the right fit for them, right? And so what we want to do is be conscious of the fact that sales is a skill and it is a process. It's a decision-making process that we take people through. And if we're missing the first five steps before we even get to presenting our offer, that's when it becomes salesy or sleazy. So sales is a process. And when you, when I think about like asking for the sale, that's literally at the point where you are presenting an offer for them to say yes or no to and asking whether it is the right fit for them. Right. And so that part of the sales process is six steps in six steps, right? So you haven't done five of those other steps. If you're getting to that point and you're not sure if they're going to buy or not, and it feels awkward to ask for the sale, or maybe it feels salesy or sleazy because you haven't done the other five steps. Okay. If you've done the other five steps really well, then it shouldn't feel awkward or salesy or sleazy to ask for the sale because you should know whether it is the right fit for them. You should be able to present it without it feeling like they're going to say no to you. So you're disconnecting that response. You're disconnecting that from your self-worth and knowing that it's not about you. It's about the offer. And so I want to talk about those five steps just in really quick succession so you can understand what's missing. Because one of the biggest things that causes sales to be salesy or sleazy or awkward or pushy is if we don't have permission to present. So if you're going out there in the world, pushing your stuff on other people without permission to present an offer, then that's when it feels salesy, sleazy, or pushy. All right. And that's because you've missed the first five steps. So the first five steps are number one, building rapport. You need to build rapport. People need to like you and feel like they're on the same page as you. They have something in common with you in order for them to move to the next phase. If you don't have good rapport, the rest of the steps make it very difficult. Okay, so build really good rapport. Get to know your customers before you ask them for anything. Number two is setting it up, setting up the conversation that at some point you are going to present an offer. 
So this is where you communicate with them what the steps or the process is going to be for them in this conversation. So whether it's a conversation online, whether it's a conversation on a sales page, on an email, you want to set it up. So you want to let them know that I have something exciting for you. I would love to share with you something new that's coming. Or you're literally saying on a sales call that I'm going to ask lots of really great questions and find out what's happening for you. And if I feel like my offer is going to be the best fit for you, then we can talk about that towards the end. So at some point they know there is going to be a decision that needs to be made, right? So that way they're ready for it. They're prepared for it. They know ahead of time that at some point there is going to be an offer that's going to be presented and that feels, and if they say yes to that, like if that's okay, this is what's going to happen. They will read on, right? They will continue on the conversation. Otherwise they can get out of the conversation straight away, which means then you're never going to present an offer which is good because you don't want to present offers to people that aren't going to buy. Number three is discovery. This is where you want to find out everything you possibly can about this person, about your customer, to find out whether what you're about to present is going to be the right fit. So we're not selling in this part at all. We're not presenting an offer. We're not solving a problem. We're literally finding out through questioning if it's the right fit for them, right? So we're basically taking them through a process of them either self determining whether it's the right fit for them. So it could be like, you know, if it's on a sales page, it might be something like this is right for you if, or this will not be good for you if, uh, if you're in this stage of business, if you're experiencing these problems, those types of things, like they're actually self self assessing whether what you're about to sell them is the right fit for them. Because if the answer is like, or if they read over it, they're like, actually, that's not for me. They're going to jump off that web page rather than actually keep reading. Right. And so that's why copy is so important. Now, if you're on a sales call, it's this is where you would actually be asking a bunch of questions to find out more about them, right? Making sure that you're asking really specific guided questions that are specific to what it is that you're going to share with them. So it could be focused on your specific service that you're about to sell, or it could be your program or course or whatever it is, right? Once we know all the information, we're basically gauging whether it's the right fit for them. Then what we want to do is ensure that they're at the stage where they're ready to make a decision. So step four is buy-in. Now, what I mean by this is whether you're gaining interest, whether it is the right time for them to ensure that what you're about to offer is the right fit. So you may specifically ask things like, is this the right time in your business journey to be working on this specific thing? You may find out whether it's important to them, right? What, What is it about this is really important to you? Why do you need to work on this right now? Why do you want to make this change right now, right? Finding out that information. And so you want to communicate, like it might be that you create that buy-in through communicating, like this was right for this person because these were the challenges that she was experiencing. This is the things that we made changes on. And this is where she is now. Do you feel like you're ready for this, right? Because sometimes it's not the right fit, not the right time, right? So we want to make sure that before we even get to presenting the offer, we want to know these things because you may go through this and then determine that, hang on a minute, this is not the right fit for them, or you'll determine it's not the right time for them. So don't go making an offer if it's not the right time, because they're going to say no to it anyway. And you don't want to create that experience of a relation and their relationship. So you want to make sure that you put it off and go, okay, if, if now is not the right time, when will be? And so will it be next month? Will it be in three months time? Like let's check back in then and have a conversation then, right? Step five is objections. We want to make sure that we're overcoming objections before we present an offer. So by now you should know what the objections will be. Now, usually there are top three objections, which are time, money, and ability. If you overcome those objections in the lead up to presenting the offer, then it's more likely to be able to communicate that offer more effectively. And you're more likely to get a yes because you've already overcome the challenges that 
could be presented as an objection. So for instance, for elevated, like I said before, one of the ladies was specifically communicating with me that timing was an issue of like, she's got so much going on. She really wasn't sure whether she'd be able to fit in this program and be able to give it all, all that she wanted to give it. And so what I wanted to do is actually overcome that and actually address the fact that this program is for busy business owners that really don't have a lot of time, but it's also creating time in order for you to work on your business. Because for you to be able to grow, you've got to learn to be able to step out of your business and work on it rather than always just working in it. So I needed to overcome that objection before we even got to the payment section, because if that was an objection that would create doubt in their mind and then by invest, they wouldn't be ready to invest, right? So we've got to find out those and overcome those objections before we then present the offer. If all of those things are overcome, if you're getting answers from the client where they're like, yes, this is really the right time for me. I really want to work on this. This is so important to me to work on this right now. Then you can present the offer, right? Because you've got permission. You've got the people basically ready. They're like, literally, yes, I'm ready. Can I buy now? And so that's when it's time to then present the offer. You want to make sure that you present the offer based on what you've discussed, based on what's important to them and present the offer. And then we want to step into gaining the agreement. Now, gaining the agreement is obviously when we ask for the sale. Now, there is lots of different ways to ask for the sale. So I'm going to give you a couple of different ways. The way that I like to look at it is actually utilizing their representational system. So if they are visual, then I would ask a question like, what does that look like for you? Does that work like look like it would work for you? Can you see yourself implementing this? Can you see yourself making these changes? Are you ready to, to start this change? If they're auditory, then I would say, how does that sound? Does that sound like the right fit for you? Things like that. If they are kinesthetic, you would ask more movement questions. So you would ask, are you ready to dive in? Are you ready to get started? When would be the best time to get started? Those types of questions. So asking for the sale shouldn't be that difficult when you get to the stage of asking for the sale, right? Because if you've done all the pre-work and if this is sounding super overwhelming, join the next round of Elevator because we're going to it in much more depth. It's really hard to do in a podcast episode. Um, so yeah, so like, like actually getting to that point where you're asking for the sale is starting to think about what would feel good for you to ask for the sale because you do need to ask it. Otherwise there is no actual decision to be made. So it could be like, how does that sound to you? Um, when would be the good time to get started? which payment option would be the best fit for you, like actually asking what their next steps are. So are you ready to get started? It could even be going into detail of actually communicating the payment options. So it might be like you have two options, which would work best for you. It could be diving into, it looks like this would work perfectly for you. Would you be ready to get started next week? Like, you know, actually giving more specifics and starting to focus on the next, the next phase. Are you ready to move forward? When do you think you'd like to schedule the setup and get started? I can get started on these dates. Would that work for you? Which one would be the right fit for you? Which one would work best? Like there's so many different ways that you can ask for the sale. So if, and again, like we don't want to hide away from it. So whatever response you get, it's always good to get a response. So we want to make sure that we know straight out, is it going to be a yes or a no? And if they give you objections, then be able to stay with that and ask more questions to find out what's happened. Like what before you were mentioned, like you were talking about this being the right fit, what doesn't feel like the right fit anymore. So being able to make sure that it is in alignment with what they need. And also you're asking for that sale to gain the commitment. So I hope this has served you. I know that it feels like a, a huge episode, but I feel like sometimes it's because we're wanting a quick fix 
And by me giving you just statements to ask for the sale is not going to solve the problem. You need to go back a few steps, really nail those first few steps, because without those, then the sale becomes salesy or sleazy. So working on this and upskilling yourself in sales is really important and ensuring that you are following through with the process so then the customer feels comfortable with the next phase and you've got that permission to move forward and present the offer is where it makes it much easier for you so you don't feel like you're actually pushing stuff on something someone that doesn't want it and you're ensuring that you're gaining the right clients and also you that you it actually feels good for you to be able to ask for the sale then it should be exciting then it should be fun right so i hope this has served you if you have any questions at all feel free to send me a dm otherwise i hope you have an incredible week thank you for listening and i hope you enjoyed today's episode of the next level life podcast i'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode so please share with me on instagram and facebook and if you feel so moved please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it Looking forward to speaking with you next week and here's to taking your life to the next level.